Welcome to this episode of 60 Second Retail, a BDO podcast keeping you in the know on events and trends in the retail and consumer products industry impacting your bottom line in just a few short minutes. Hello, my name is Natalie Cutler. I'm the national leader of the retail and consumer products industry group at BDO USA. In today's episode, we are speaking with David Berliner, partner and national leader of business restructuring at BDO USA. David is here to discuss the first half of 2023 findings that we recently published in our biannual Retail in the Red report. If you're not familiar with the Retail in the Red, this is our biannual report on the state of the retail industry through the lens of store closures and bankruptcy filings. And it's authored by none other than our guest today, David. David, welcome back. Thanks, Natalie. Good to be here. Great. David, so tell us, what is going on with retail sales so far this year? Well, retail industry performance for 2023 has so far been a mixed bag defined by cautious consumers. Retail sales remain steady throughout the summer, but sales are not outpacing year-on-year inflation. While retail sales have risen for five consecutive months, when adjusted for inflation, sales for the first part of the year have been relatively weak. We reviewed the sales performance Uh, through the second quarter of 2023 for a sample of the 13 of the top 40 retailers in the U.S. Retailers that reported a sales increase mainly sell essential or discount goods, while those that reported a decline mainly sell discretionary products. The subsectors that are performing exceptionally well include discount retailers, groceries, gasoline, and pharmacies, which indicates that consumers are mainly spending on essentials. Retail sales data from the U.S. Census Bureau also confirms that consumer spending has been concentrated on essentials. So if we look back at where we were from a bankruptcy perspective, I mean, 2020 was probably a historical year for bankruptcies. And and then 2021 came around and, you know, any retailer was doing well. Any and every retailer had a bank bank year in, in 2021. 2022 certainly slowed down a bit. And we just covered 2023, but what do you think all of this means from a from a bankruptcy perspective for these retailers? Well, pivoting from a 13-year-old last year, we had five bankruptcies in all of 2022. There have been 17 retail filings so far through mid-September. There were 11 through April, two in May, one in August, and three in September. And these major retail filings in 2023 have included well-known names like Party City, Tuesday Morning, David's Bridal. Bed Bath and Beyond and Christmas tree shops. By comparison, in 2021, there were 12 filings the entire year. All the retailers that filed for bankruptcy so far this year primarily sell discretionary products, with the possible exception of a chain of pet stores. These retailers have suffered as consumers focus their spending on essential goods due to limited budgets. In some cases, these retailers filed for bankruptcy because they couldn't perfect their e-commerce models. In a somewhat distressing trend we've seen though, the number of retail restructurings and bankruptcy as percentage of the total bankruptcies for the year has decreased, while the percentage of liquidations and asset sales has been increasing. For example, three retailers reorganized in 2019 10 in 2020, five in 2021, but only one each last year, Revlon, and one so far this year, Party City. As a percentage of total RICO bankruptcy filings by year, retailers reorganizing has decreased from 42% in 21 to 20% last year and 8% so far this year. 
In addition, the filings this year saw a proportionally large number of retailers enter bankruptcy with the intent of closing a going concern sale, only to find themselves unable to find buyers willing to make a viable offer, forcing them to liquidate. For example, Bed Bath & Beyond sold their intellectual property after closing their stores. Tuesday morning, hoped to close on profitable stores and restructure, but ultimately sold all their assets to a liquidator. And then Christmas tree shops intended to stay in business after closing 10 stores, but couldn't find a buyer and ended up liquidating all their stores. So with all these liquidations and store closures, significant store closures as a result of bankruptcy, you know, what are we seeing with retailers opening and closing stores that are not in, in, in bankruptcy? Well, a recent report from Corsite Research said that foot traffic in top-tier malls was up by 12% in 2022 compared to 2019. And on average, top-tier malls were more than 95% leased last year. This perhaps shows the bifurcation we're seeing in the retail industry. Discounters and dollar stores are doing well, as well as high-end retailers. Almost half of the store closings through August of this year occurred because of a shift towards off-mall-based or smaller format stores to align with how and where consumers now prefer to shop. Many retailers are gradually shrinking the square footage of their footprints. For example, while the pharmacy category is performing well in terms of sales, some pharmacies are closing stores. Smaller format stores are replacing large format stores, and retailers are leveraging in-store partnerships where the host store's operating square footage is reduced to make way for an in-store partner. And as occurred last year, we continue to see more store openings, about 3,300, than closings, about 2,600, through August of this year. The vast majority of the store openings continue to be by dollar discounted grocery stores as Americans hunt for deals and off-labor products to better balance their budgets. Additionally, these categories tend to see a greater proportion of their sales coming from the brick-and-mortar stores instead of e-commerce as these categories lend themselves to impulse and bulk purchases. So you've covered a lot of ground there, right? We're talking about consumers focusing on a on essential products. Consumers looking to make purchases at brick and mortar, discount stores, and definitely a trend where consumers really want to shop more in strip malls. So having said all that, um, and I'm going to ask you to take out your crystal ball at this time, you know, what are your expectations for the industry looking at the back half of the year? Well, you know, looking at the, the back half, there continues to be conflicting macroeconomic indicators out there as to the overall health of the economy and the retail industry. The good news is that the U.S. economy has so far continued to grow and avoid a recession. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen even said she's increasingly confident the economy will achieve a soft landing. Unemployment picture remains strong. Um, 187,000 jobs are added in August, and the, there's a relatively low unemployment rate of 3.8%. The demand for retail space at the end of the second quarter rose for the 10th straight quarter, with move-ins exceeding move-outs by 21 million square feet. And while the economy has seen continued growth, there, however, are indications that consumer spending is slowing. Inflation, high interest rates, high consumer debt, depleted savings, and the resumption of student loan payments in October may soon cause consumers to further limit their spending and force retailers to have to fight for sales this holiday season. There will likely be some retailers that lose this battle, leading to some more 
retail bankruptcy filings in the last few months of the year. But like in 2022, we expect there to be fewer filings compared to the first half of the year. We also expect to see some retailers continue to close stores in the face of high operating costs and waning consumer demand. But we predict store openings will still trump closings by a narrower margin throughout the remainder of the year. So in short, consumers are increasingly reluctant to spend unless they find a good deal. And many retailers, especially those selling discretionary products, are bracing for a tough holiday season where they may have to turn to discounts and promotions to get consumers to make purchases. Ultimately, this could result in smaller margins for some retailers marked by increased delineation between winners and losers. Well, thank you, David. I mean, that's, those are all good um Good, solid expectations as we head into the holiday season and on the tail end of Prime Day with Amazon. Thank you, David. And we look forward to having you back here in the wintertime and telling us about the the second back half of, of what happened. If you have any questions for David or myself on what we've covered in this episode, please reach out to us using the Contact Us form on our podcast landing page. Have a great afternoon. And that concludes this episode of BVO's 60-Second Retail Podcast. Don't forget to tune in for the next episode. To find more information on our hosts, guests, BVO's services, or listen to previous episodes of 60-Second Retail, please visit www.bbo.com slash 60-second-retail. 